Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of February 5th. I'm one of your hosts, Nightswarm. With me, as always, Hey, what's up? Not much, man. Uh, we're also joined this week again by uh, Kisaria. Hey. Hey, happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I, I, it's kind of becoming more of a regular thing, so like maybe every other week we can get something going or, you know, however. Mm-hmm. We've... We've I, I've kind of talked to Kesari about it a bit, and she's like, "Yeah, happy to help as much as uh, you guys, you know, need, and as long as it permits, you know, with her yep. schedule." So, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, happy to have you. So, uh, I guess we'll start with uh, I don't know. We'll go filter cord this week. What have you been up to, man? Okay. Um, yeah. After talking about it uh, last week, I definitely had to get into the Red Strings Club. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of it's got like different segments of gameplay where you're doing different things like <clears throat> ultimately it's like a bartending game that's your main character that you play as but uh additionally like at one point you play as a android that like kind of like shapes uh like clay on like a lathe um or whatever the vertical version of a lathe is and uh that like it's like a like a organic implant that you put into people to give them like cyberpunk abilities mm-hmm. um it's really cool i mean like the game is like graphically it's, it's absolutely gorgeous and uh it's doing like some really kind of weird interesting things um so i definitely recommend that uh yeah other than that i've been playing civ 6 still i finally got into uh the total warhammer um the uh, tomb lords faction but uh <clears throat> basically they don't have to pay uh to like maintain their armies because it's all undead uh so you can get like a really bloated army really fast and then the first match i did with my full army of like maximum number of units the game crashed (laughs) so uh i've been having a bit of an issue with that (laughs) but uh yeah so i've been doing a lot of strategy games and a a couple uh you know of course still playing stardew valley still playing a lot of league of legends so right right usual all the usual stuff for me cool and uh what about you, Kisari? I know we've been gaming a lot together, so... Yeah, I've been mainly focusing on Monster Hunter World, so, like, that's been what I've been playing lately. I haven't really played anything else. <laughs> Got really sucked right, right. into it. <clears throat> we've been playing that a lot with, of course, Pasty Pasta Man. Um, yes. And myself, I've been playing, uh, uh, aside from Monster Hunter World, which <laughs> is, ser- it's, like, it's pretty much taken over all of my gaming. Um, aside from Stardew Valley, of course. Mm-hmm. Um... I went to a uh, I went to a Distance World concert in St. Pete, um, over by Tampa, and it was just it, the Distance World concert is uh, just the music of like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was Arnie Roth who was the performing uh, artist with the um, Distant World's uh, Philharmonic Orchestra and chorus um, with the alongside the florida orchestra mm-hmm. which was really cool and the really coolest cool. part is um uh, no, uh nobu yumatsu was there he was in attendance oh yeah um, and that was crazy because he has composed like every final fantasy except like 15 and 13 mm-hmm. um and he uh he sang the um one of the what, what's it called um it, it's one of the songs from uh Seven, it's a song that that goes Sephiroth, like in oh, it yeah. really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, and every, he we sing that song. He was in the chorus, and 
yeah, they used the entire audience to do the Sephiroth part. Wow. So it was like oh, 2,000 really cool. voices. It was really good. That's really cool. So, uh, yeah, um, we, uh, we, we had like a deal with some of the people we went with. So, uh, you know, I, I had some time. I had about two hours to sit back and play, uh, Stardew Valley on the way to, mm-hmm. on the way, on the way to, uh, St. Pete. Cool. So, you know, yeah, it was a good time. Um, and Monster Hunter has been fantastic. We'll jump into a little bit more about Monster Hunter, uh, a little later in mm-hmm. the podcast. <clears throat> but cool. Um, sounds like we had uh, we, we have some cool stuff going on. But uh, let's jump into PlayStation Plus. We already knocked out games with gold last week. Um, do you remember what what all of them were? Definitely not. Me either. It was a it's a really weak uh, month for games with gold, and I think it's a weak month on uh, PlayStation as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll agree. <coughs> um, a lot of people probably wouldn't agree, but yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think I'll agree. Um, yeah. but first off. As always, if you guys get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games and check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Uh, everything that you see here, you will see there first, um, including, uh, like like we mentioned, the PlayStation Plus lineup for the month, uh, <clears throat> like different like walkthroughs and guides and, and, and more. All of our news usually goes there, so... Uh, go check us out, go give it a like, and uh, yeah, we appreciate that. As well, follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc., so you know when we go live, do stuff like this, and uh, get reminders for when we do the podcast and more. Mm-hmm. But cool, let's go, let's jump into the PlayStation Plus for uh, February 2018. Um, they are leading off with Knack, which was a launch platformer, it was a platforming game that was a launch title for the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah. you, I'm not exactly sure what the little what Knack is, but yeah, it, he's like he almost, a golem created it, to like kill goblins. Yeah, yeah he's like an Atronach or something like that. Something yeah. that like pulls, um, like pulls different pieces in a, like almost like a Katamari way mm-hmm. to his body, and he grows bigger. And there's certain things that you can pull to your body to do, like certain other things. So like I'm not exactly sure, but. Um, like right. if you need to break something, you know, you need a, you know, you need a like specific item from the environment and pull that into yourself and then, and smash it on the door or whatever. Yeah. It's definitely um, puzzle oriented. Yeah. And it's, uh, it has a huge cult following in a lot of like places. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like, I don't get it. Um, like kind of funny. We talk about them every now and again. The entire kind of funny group is huge knack fans. I, I, I don't <laughs> understand it. I, I can't, and I've heard it so much. I kind of hate the game. Yeah, it was funny for for a lot of uh, reviewers. Like Knack is kind of like a running joke. Yeah, and that's that's what it is there. But people actually play it, which is insane. That's pretty cool. I think most people said that the first one was better than the second because it just kind of like it stuck with childish kind of strategy. Where, like, mm-hmm. adults really couldn't get into it because it was just, like, so lower tier that it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, fun solving. It was just like, oh, I gotta do this another stupid puzzle. Right. Yeah, so. Right. right. Alright, and uh, the second game for PlayStation 4 this month is actually a newer release. It's Rhyme, um, mm-hmm. which is that um, open world puzzle game where you, you just kind of you are exploring this big island-looking environment. Um, 
it reminds me a lot of like ICO or IC, I, <coughs> ICF. Yeah, ICO, ECO. <coughs> yeah. Um, Whatever it is. But I, I have no idea about this game. Out of the two, the two big games, that's definitely the more interesting game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know enough about that game. I know it's a single-player puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the environment's really good. You, I, I know you play like a younger kid, which is why it reminds me of like Ico and Shadow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I know one of the things that you're following that leads you to things is a fox. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. <clears throat> but uh, I, this was a game I was really excited to pick up on Switch. But yeah. now it's coming to PS4. It's like, well, that's fine too, I guess. Yep. Cool. Um, and then the other games that are coming up is for PS3, Spelunker HD, which is a uh, HD, um, like, I don't want to say reimagining, but it's it, it's basically like a huge, uh, like, newly created version of a game that was on the Commodore 64. I think mm-hmm. it was actually on the Atari first, just called Splunker, um, where you're just basically trying to um, jump basically from platform to platform with limited oxygen and you can mm-hmm. run out of oxygen and die. So you have to kind of plan your steps accordingly. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, Mujin Soul Z is the other PlayStation 3 game, which I don't really know anything about. Uh-huh. Sounds pretty rough. Sounds pretty... Yeah, it's... It, <laughs> they're, they're really... PlayStation Plus lineup has constantly been... Um, you get, you know... a like, usually one really good game for PS4 and then one kind of meh game. This right. month, it's kind of like two, like, middle-tier games. Mm-hmm. And then you usually get an HD something and then, like, something that's super Japanese. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mujin Souls is the super Japanese game. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you're into that, I, I know it's a, uh, uh, it's some sort of, like, JRPG um, but I don't know. It has like it's like a subclass of like a JRPG, like an mm. FRPG or SJRPG or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but the Vita game that you get is uh, Exiles End, which Exiles End is a. Uh, it says it's not a Metroidvania style game, but it's a Metroidvania style game. <laughs> like, if they have like, to mention it, then it's already too late. <laughs> Right, right. Just trying to distance um, themselves from it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it has, like, waves, and, uh, like, as you complete the waves at the end, you can, like, sit back and, you know, collect your... Like, you can collect, like, different, like, upgrades to, like, okay, now I have a shotgun blast. Now I have this, like, like my my, shout, my shots bounce um, mm. kind of thing. So, but it's okay. very much you're running on this 2D plane. You're ducking bullets. You're jumping over shots. Um, mm. You know, very, very uh, um, Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's no way uh, really around that. And um, yeah. and the last game, which is not only for PS Vita, it's also for PS4. It's called Grand Kingdom. Uh, it is a tactical role-playing game um, hmm. developed by Monochrome Corporation. Um, and it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it th- this one looks pretty good actually. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not like oh my god, top tier, but like okay, I'm actually glad to have definitely this something to check well. out. Yeah, yeah. So if you've been itching for that tactical RPG, um, this one's a good one. It looks like it has a pretty colorful uh, 
like cast selection. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's the PlayStation Plus lineup for uh, February 2018. As well, you still have access to if uh, you're grabbing up those PSVR titles just to yep. have the library for when you pick it up. Um, Starblood Arena is still ready to go. Is that um, you still going, or did that just end? I think that's still going, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they're definitely trying to get uh, some of the mobile... Um, what is it, the mobile compatibility games? What do they call those? The PlayStation Link? Yeah, something and, like that. And uh, VR, they're still trying to get people on board with those, so definitely yeah. always check out the, the, the free discount tab. Definitely, definitely. Um, and as always, recommended, just grab the app, um, run, you know, click, go to the store, just get them all at one time, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and check out. I mean, you can see how much you would it be paying for them all at once, but right. you know, you're getting them free, so that's rad. Um, right. And then from there, you can set it to download your PlayStation if it's in standby mode as well. So, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm definitely going to be playing Rhyme. I know that for, for a fact. I'm going to check that out. Um, definitely. Alright. Yeah, I think I think that'll be the one that I'm I get into this month. Right. Um possibly Grand Kingdom. I'm gonna have to check that out a little more. Yeah. Cool. Well that is like like I said, the PlayStation Plus lineup for February twenty eighteen. Um if you have any uh if you have any information on some of these other games like Mujin Soul Z, uh Exiles and Grand Kingdom and we didn't represent them right, uh head on over to Twitter and drop us a line at Mammoth Games Inc. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go ahead and jump into the games releasing. The games releasing here will be between February 5th and 11th. Um, we actually don't have too, too many. I mean, we're kind of right. going through a lot of PC games, but uh, yeah. Um, do you want me to take the first one? I know you're sure. more interested in the second one. Right. Cool. Uh, February 6th, uh, being uh, technically a remaster, right? Um, yeah, sort of. Uh, a new version, I guess. Yeah, full yeah. rebuild. Yeah, full rebuild. Uh, rebuild done by Blue Point Studio. Shadow of the Colossus coming to PS4. Um, I can't state enough how crazy this game looks mm-hmm. running on a PS4 Pro. For sure, that's that's the reason to get the PS4 Pro, honestly. Yeah, it's it's night and day. Just looking at the pro's performance. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing it on PS2, and it, it at the time I was like, okay, the gra- you know the colors are kind of muddy, and mm-hmm. you know everything kind of blends together a little bit, and the light was just a bit too bright. I feel like in the original, um, mm-hmm. because it kind of like it blasted out those really tan tones, and yeah, it man, the PS4 Pro's performance it is spectacular. It looks so crisp. Like, like a brand new game almost. So, um, this one's definitely one to pick up if you're looking to pick up a game this week uh, on PS4. Definitely grab uh, Shadow of the Classes for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it. Uh, you know, ready to deliver as soon as it comes out through Amazon. Um, nice. I'm very excited to to dig into this one again. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking that one out at some point as well. Mm. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that Shadow of the Classes coming out for PlayStation 4. Um, 
redone by Blue Point Studios. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, February 8th, uh, something else I already have paid off, pre-ordered. Uh, Civilization VI, The Rise and Fall uh, DLC. It's the first, like, major DLC, sort of like a uh, expansion pack uh, in this case. Um, a lot of the stuff they've been releasing, like onesie, twosie, um, you know, new civs to play as, new leaders, uh, you know, right. little things like that. But this is, like, new rules, new ways to play the game, uh, whole new systems and everything, so... I'm really excited for that. There's been a bunch of civilizations they've revealed, like the, uh, um, whatever the, like, uh, native people of, uh, Chile, um, you're gonna be able to play as that civ and their, like, iconic leader. Um, you're gonna be able to play as, uh, Robert the Bruce with, uh, Scotland. Um, a lot of really cool stuff. Queen Wilhelmina, uh, really interesting new leaders new play styles coming in of course it's adding the governors and everything i think i talked about what all it was adding in the past so um, i'm not gonna like go through a whole list here but um really cool expansion to the game uh the civ expansions always like completely relaunch the entire community surrounding the game so yeah really excited yeah this looks like like i i I like civ for sure but Mm. I mean, I say it every time. These guys need to just stop fucking around and jump into making some sort of cinematic movies. Movie. Yep. Them and Blizzard. Holy, holy shit. They've already this got Sean Bean. I mean, what more do you need? Yeah, no doubt. It's like... It's yeah. mesmerizing to watch. If you guys want to see this, um, yeah, search up uh, Sib 6 Rise and Fall Expansion announcement mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, it's so pretty to watch. Like, Yeah, their trailers are amazing. Yeah, it's it's damn good. All right. <clears throat> Next up, February 9th, we have. That was weird. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Um, man, I, I, I don't know too too much about this, but uh, it's kind of like a. Uh, like, what were you saying? Like a Minecraftian Dragon sort Quest of. game? Kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. There to kind so, of just yeah, chip into the Minecraft. Else type of market. Oh, has it been out? I, I, guess, I guess I missed it. I've never been much for uh, a Dragon Quest guy. So. Yeah, same. You know, <laughs> but um, we you were you were saying that um, they do have a demo over on the Switch, so if you are interested mm-hmm. checking that out, uh, go grab that demo first, see what you think. Um, yeah, I mean, it from what I've just seen, it looks very much like a, a, a standard, almost like Minecraftian, like build mm-hmm. by the the square kind of thing. Build up your own little like community and, and stuff like that. It, I mean, it doesn't look bad. It looks great actually, but uh, but I don't know. I mean, I don't how... know if it's something I would pay full price money for. It, it's <laughs> definitely geared towards a certain market, but. When's the last time that Minecraft has really had, like, some competition that's really, you know... That's true. Terraria? Terraria and this are pretty much the only things that have tried to compete. Yeah, Yeah. most people don't even try to, like, build something close to it, so... (laughs) But yeah, it looks kind of cool. I would recommend going and grab the demo, uh, since we're pretty big Switch advocates around here. Um, Just to see what it's all about. Alright, and, uh... Kind of another building game, but I guess in a totally different style. 
Um, this is uh, Rise of Industry on PC coming from uh, Casido Games. Um, it's I believe this is the beginning of the uh, the uh, early access uh, starting on February 9th. Um, the trailer it was tough to get a good trailer. Um, I mean it's basically like a Sim City style game, but everything you're making is industrial based. Hmm. Okay. So uh, you're laying things out on a grid. You know you're connecting with roads and making sure you have delivery paths. You're stocking warehouses. You're um, you know, handling traffic flow and things like that. So, um, huh. you know, that typical kind of simulator game is pretty cool. It's, it seems to be looking at a very interesting, uh, the time period seems to be around like the fifties or sixties, which is interesting. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm always into these style of sim games. So I just wanted to make sure that was included. I'm not sure how much it's going to cost for the early access yet. I would guess maybe 15 to $20, but, uh, it's hard to tell. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like that idea. Um, I mean, I, I do weirdly like the, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the old like SimCity games. Um, mm -hmm. I even kind of liked the newer SimCity game that came out, even though it was so restricted. Well, yeah, um, it was much worse than the others, but it was still like halfway interesting. Right, and then this—I I don't know the. I, I guess the name kind of pulls me in a little bit. Rise of Industry, like that mm -hmm. sounds like something I would be kind of yeah. into. I mean, I think I it's know. like everybody already has kind of like a mental image of like, yeah, trucks go around on certain routes to point A to point B, but I think this is be more like a realistic like concept that you, you see it happening, mm -hmm. and so you're just like, oh, cool. So, you know, that's well, how... Well, and like managing it, like yeah. making sure you don't get like your vehicles backed up and everything like that. Um, it's pretty interesting. Well, it's just like when you don't really think about something, you tend to like simplify it in your head. Like, you know, you, right. you pick up meat already processed at the market you're not really thinking about the butcher you know and all that stuff that happens you know before that so i think this is kind of just cool you get to immerse yourself into something new mm -hmm. right cool and last for this list again just like the last you know last few um coming out february 9th uh seven deadly sins um, this one is uh, Knights of Britannia, which we talked about last week, right? I think it was either last week <laughs> or the week before. I think it was, like, announced that it was coming out. Oh, yeah, it was two weeks ago because we were laughing at the the creepy girl in the window, the giant creepy yes. girl in the window. Yeah, because I was right. here for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so what, what, did, what did we miss? This is coming out for PS4. Was this released? Maybe it came out on PC and now it's coming on PS4. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but uh... but yeah, this this kind of game, it really, again, we talked about it before. Um, it's it's not definitely not my style of game. I can I can definitely see yes, that. But I agree. Um, it does have quite the following. I'm, I'm pretty sure because there's still make there's a lot of the there's a decent amount of the Seven Deadly Sins games, and uh, there's some pretty re you know returning characters and stuff like that. Um, it kind of reminds me of. Dissidia, um, the, the playstyle, yeah. the fight style. Yeah, yeah. So the kind of like free roaming 3D. <clears throat> yeah, it's a 3D fighting game where you have like fifty thousand points of health, and you know you're just kind of chip, they're chipping away at the old block kind of mm -hmm. thing. So 
To me, yeah. it reminds me of like the J Star, like All Star games, like the anime games that yeah. they come out with. So yeah, yeah, very much so. Cool. Um, if you want to know more about that game, I'm pretty sure you can check out our podcast. What is this? Thirty four. Thirty six. Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, we're at thirty six. So thirty four. You know, would be two podcasts ago. Yeah. Where it have our original coverage of this game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's all the games coming out. Um, the 6, we have Shadows of the Classes for PS4. The 8, um, the expansion for Civ 6, The Rise and Fall. Um, and then on the 9th, Dragon Quest Builders for Switch. Rise of Industry for PC, which is early access, right? That's what you said? Correct, that's what I believe. And then um, and then again, as well, the 9th, 7 of Knights of Britannia for PS4. Um, if there's anything we missed, please let us know. Head on over to Twitter. Uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. and uh, we'll probably drop that missed one into next week's show. Mm-hmm. And speaking of missed ones, uh, we did we missed a uh, I guess a mobile game release or at least a different version. Um, game Dev Tycoon uh, from Green Heart Games came out on uh, Google Play on the thirty first of January. So. Um, that's one that I played on PC. It came out on, uh, came out on the uh, Apple Store like I don't know a couple weeks ago, something like that. Maybe the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's been doing really well mobile. The mobile version's really good. Um, so killed what? Yeah, so we're watching this. We're watching this game, and this guy started to create his game. He picked a. Uh huh. He knows what he he's picked. A military game. And he named it Killbutt. Um, which <coughs> that's how I live my life. I mean, which I, I'd probably play that. Mm-hmm. I'd try it. Oh, Why I definitely not? would. Um, well, I mean, you play Dream Daddy, so. Mm. Killbutt on my Dream Daddy. Hey. Got him. Gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. It's. I mean, I definitely recommend it in like every way. Yeah, this game looks great. Um, we were talking about it a little bit before the show. Ten bucks on Steam gets you this, um, and then it's supposed to be coming to mobile, or it is out on mobile. It is now out on mobile. Yeah, um, on, on every well, not on BlackBerry. Sorry. Yeah, no BlackBerry. Everything else. Fuck up out of here. I wonder who's listening to our show on Zoom. Me. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, um, I'm actually gonna look that this up real quick. Um, it's it's mostly me. No, I'm talking about Game Dev Tycoon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's got like up to extremely see how good it ratings. It's got really good ratings. It's five bucks on mobile. Yeah, it's five bucks uh, on mobile. Um, this you said it was their first game. Um, hell yeah, this, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So something to do. Fan. Yeah, definitely. Killbud only got a what's that? A three average. Got him. Yeah, Killbud didn't do too well. Well, actually, it, it sold pretty well though. Okay. All right. It's kind of like yeah. the same setup as the YouTube um, simulator, YouTuber. It is kind of like that. I think that came after. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I know. Sure. I'm just like saying, I know that the YouTuber simulator did oh, he's, pretty well. He's, make, he's making Killbutt He's making kill butt 2 right now. Oh, he does, He hasn't researched sequels yet, so that's not an official sequel. <laughs> oh, what a piece of <laughs> shit. He lied to us. That's a spiritual successor. Sci-fi <laughs> RPG. <laughs> Got him. Damn, this guy's going through quick. Paul Benus Games. Paul Benus? Benus? <laughs> this guy's cool. Who is this guy? 
Okay, he's been followed. Subscribe. Video <laughs> donated seven hundred dollars to his GoFundMe. Good man, good man. There, go back on. to kill butts. Moving <laughs> right the fuck along. Um, cool. Yeah, Humble Bundle, my favorite. Uh, you know, our our unofficial sponsor, almost. Yeah, we talk about them literally every week. <laughs> almost every week. Yeah. Um, so they have the uh, Rockstar Bundle going on right now. It's the main. That's the main good one, I think. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. got a lot. I mean, uh, pretty much all of the modern uh, GTAs, except for five. Um, you can get Manhunt if you pay a dollar. Uh, mm. Max Payne, uh, GTA 3, and Vice City for a dollar. If you beat the average, which is about at 10 bucks right now, uh, you get Bully uh, Scholarship Edition, so that's with all. Uh, that's everything. I don't know what the DLC was, but that's everything. Um, San Andreas, L.A. Noir, Max Payne 2. And then if you do... Um, What's what's the top price? Fifteen. Okay, yeah, fifteen. Um, you get the L.A. Noir. Um, all the, the DLC. All the DLC additional content, which was pretty good actually. Um, you get Grand Theft Auto Four. You get uh, episodes from Liberty City, which wasn't that originally a mobile game. No, the episodes from Liberty City is the Ballad of Gay Tony and the Lost in the Dam. Oh, okay. Four yeah, Grand yeah, yeah. Theft Auto Four. Okay, and then uh, you also get um, Max Payne Three with all the DLC. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's a pretty good deal. Fifteen bucks, pretty good deal. That's like every Rockstar game that you've missed, uh, aside from like five in the past. Yeah, pretty much. Like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has all the gems. A good cause too. I think that's always something you can get behind. <coughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, the reinforced lines. In, in fact, didn't I uh, recommend not to do one of the ones in the past because of who the uh, sponsor was? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, yeah the rainforest thing. I mean, Ronaldo needs that money in Brazil, you know. He does. He's sitting right now, around with his cheetah, mm-hmm. in the treetop, making I think that's the wrong making VR. <laughs> no, that was Alex. That was that was uh, <laughs> Alex. He's like, yeah, I used to pass a rainforest on my way to school. We're like, what? He's like, yeah, sometimes what? I just swing to school on vines. I'm like, that's fucked up. There's like a undiscovered, like uncontacted tribe living in there, and he just drives by to work every day. <laughs> Got him. Cool. <laughs> um, is there anything else for a demo? Oh, um, yeah, the Age of Empires Definitive Edition uh, multiplayer demo, which I assume is basically a server test. Uh, that went out, so uh, it's on PC uh, only for right now, and you have to get it on the Windows 10 store. So that's kind of a bummer, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have it. I haven't played it since it's multiplayer only because I know that I'm going to get like fully creamed to death. <laughs> and I just haven't done my cardio to last that long, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> I haven't bought that uh, much Gatorade to replenish Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm very worried. So, uh, I don't know if I'm even going to try it. I Like, if there's like all chat, like if I can chat to the other person and say like, hey, give me uh, 15 minutes and then just wipe my ass out. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to do that if that's an option. <laughs> Because I know that I, there's no so way I honest. can be competitive. Oh, man. So I just want to build, like, a cute town for you to destroy, okay? Let's have fun here. <laughs> As well, um, Hunt Showdown um, emails have started rolling out in waves. Right. They're being kind of weird game. about it. Yeah, it, it's very weird. We haven't got anything yet, so, you know, we haven't, uh-huh. we haven't played any of it. So we don't know anything about it. But we do know what's going out. So good amount of stuff there. Yep. Awesome. Um, I guess first up, we'll, uh, we'll just jump right into the weekly news. Uh, first up, we have uh, Mario Kart Tour 
was announced um, as Nintendo's next smartphone game. Um, the company plans to launch that one. Um, that it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be coming out its next fiscal year at the end right. of its next fiscal year is what it said. So that's putting it around March 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically a Mario Kart for smart, you know, for iOS and Android. Um, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's pretty cool. Um, I imagine they'll run yeah. it a lot like they did uh, Super Mario Run, where mm-hmm. you'll get you know, X amount of things for free, and then you pay 10 bucks to get everything else. Um, right. On top of that, Nintendo also announced that <clears throat> their online service, which they've been talking about, the Nintendo Switch Online, um, mm-hmm. that's supposed to launch September 2018, which um, we had mentioned we're a little skeptical on that. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, like, ex- kind of expect that to move. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely possible. But they said that um, it will either cost, you know, it's supposed to cost uh, $3.99 a month, $7.99 for three months, or 20 bucks a year, which is um, insanely cheaper than... Um, yeah, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> a sixth yeah. of the, or, well, a, a third of the price, I guess, of everything else. Yeah, um, compared to the PlayStation Network or Xbox Live. Right. Um, but from what I understand is you will... You'll, you'll, you'll definitely get games like you do with the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live for free, but they'll be free for a period of time. So for, you know, that chunk of time, uh, we'll say, like, for the month or whatever, right. <clears throat> you'll get, like, Super Mario Bros. 3 and Balloon Fight and Dr. Mario, and then those will go away, and then next month you'll get something else. Right. Um, so, uh, I, and from what I understand, all of their games that you'll be getting from there will come from their classic game selection. So, um, hmm. NES, SNES, um, and uh, I don't know if they'll go as far up as GameCube, but, you know, I guess... Hey, we'll man, see. I'd take some GameCube games. Get me Pikmin 1, I'd be happy. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It'd be cool to get, like, um, like the Final Fantasy, what was it, Crystal Bearer Chronicles? Exactly. Like, some yeah, of that Crystal stuff would be kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Um, we'll keep you up to date on when that changes because we imagine that it will yeah um, i mean and plus i'm just kind of thinking like we know that whenever they do actually launch it it's going to be a question of like you know how well is it going to work? how well is it going to work obviously because yeah. servers are probably going to go down because there's going to be so many people logging on at the same time and mm-hmm. you know it's going to be that issue too <clears throat> but i mean if everything goes well then what's going to stop people from like well you know nintendo's service is cheaper why do I want to be a PlayStation Plus member? You might have people weighing out that, you know, question mm-hmm. too, because they're like, "Hey, I can play. I'll play Skyrim on Nintendo now, and I can, you know, pay less per month." You know, right. I mean, some. I mean, people, it could be. Yeah, go ahead. I think that just some people that are more like financially, like, you know, shorter on funds, mm-hmm. they're probably going to look at that because. It's so much cheaper. It's so much yeah. more cheaper that you can't help but think about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they've sold like 14 million units since it launched in yeah. March. Um, they're, they're crushing it. Um, yeah. So I think the difference is the reason people would still be on you know PlayStation Network and Xbox Live is the quality of game. I don't think that we're going to get like... I, I feel like with 
PlayStation Plus, we get games that have come out in the last like year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect that with the Switch Online at all. You won't get mm-hmm. like Snake Pass or that NBA game or you yeah. know Shovel Knight or anything like that. You're gonna get things like uh, Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, which there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that, that'll be fun to sit down and play for, you know, maybe one or two sessions. You know, Dr. Mario, that was a fun game. I'd probably play that a bit. But mm-hmm. they're really relying on that. Okay, they w- want access to these games to play through them, but it won't take them long to beat it. And then now that they're done, they're not going to want to go back and play it again. So let's just take right. it away for the next month. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like how I would I would see that because obviously I'm not the type of person that I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to totally cancel PlayStation Plus and just go to Nintendo. I'm just thinking that some people out there might actually oh, yeah, consider yeah. Mm-hmm. it. So I mean, and I'm thinking about like the games for the Switch are probably. I mean, they still have a lot coming out, but I'm not sure they're going to have like I say my PlayStation Four. It used to be just the whole memory was completely used up until we got you know mm-hmm. extended storage for it so that we can download all the games that we get free each month right. you know <laughs> and so i mean i guess that if nintendo's taking them away you know that kind of reduces how much space you have to have because i mean mm-hmm. i know that they just talked about how they have like what they released the new 512 gigabyte micro sd card and that's a huge thing for nintendo yeah. for the switch so i mean if people want to invest in that so that they can download a crap ton of games on it, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's an option. But then again, it's for the people who are trying to save money, they're not going to buy that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you're not... Like, these games, I imagine, will be tiny. Like, super small. Yeah, yeah like, and they, that, that's kind like of what I'm, like, hoping. Because, I mean, megabytes. it's like... I know, at least with, like, you know, PlayStation, like, some of those downloads and updates are just so big. And take yeah, they're up so like much space. 45 gig and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no joke. Yeah, Grim said uh, I can't play Monster Hunter on Switch, so I'm out. <laughs> 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 oh, Grim, you little scam! That's funny. <laughs> cool. Um, next up, I, I man, I wanted to show off more. Like, I looked into what, like we were talking, what this next topic, and mm. I ended up. Being like, oh wow, there's like a whole like place where you can just buy a ton of this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but PlayStation official has uh, said that two new colors are joining the DualShock 4 lineup in March. Um, you'll be able to get um, Midnight Blue and mm-hmm. uh, Steel Black. Yeah, for they look pretty good. Yeah, they look super slick um, for you know like official controllers, but. I ended up looking up... They, they had this orange and blue one that came out in select uh, areas uh, hmm. last year, before, right before holiday. Um, and I heard that it was only Australia. You know, I couldn't find it anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I never saw it in store at all. So, you know, that, it's fine. I was just like, maybe it just didn't come to America. Maybe it was like an Australian thing and a Europe thing and an Asian yeah. thing. I don't know. Um, but... Yeah, it turns out it's, it was supposed to have come to America, and it wasn't in, uh, like, India or Europe or any places like that. So I was kind of confused. But I was like, that's the one that I really, really want. Like, the bright mm-hmm. orange controller. But then I looked on Amazon and found this dude that was selling all the all the controllers in whatever color you basically wanted. So 
Um, yep. For the exact same price as what you pay, and they're still official controllers, just um, the plastic has been, like, refitted, I guess, or something. Or, you know, maybe it's been painted and sprayed. I'm not sure how he takes, mm-hmm. takes care of that. But, yeah, at least those two are joining the DualShock 4 lineup. So I'm yeah. a fan of the steel and black. Yeah, isn't this, that's super slick. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. I, I for a long sh- time, I, I had the um, 20th anniversary, uh, the one that looked like a PlayStation 1 controller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I love that. I would love to get another one of those. Big fan. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> moving right along, it's actually uh, something that Kesaria brought up here. Um, mm-hmm. The That Bungie's Destiny 2 roadmap is supposed to be designed to win players back. Um, how much of this did you really look into? Did you see... Um, I, I read into it, I mean, this article that I had, you know, looked into first was pretty short, but I mean, I guess it's more or less the concept that they're actually like, oh, we did something wrong and now we're trying to fix it. So at least they're trying. Okay, okay so they, they, they have like a, a solid plan. Yeah, at least they have like a plan where like, I mean, as long as they hold up and do what they say they're going to do, like, I mean, let's see, I'm trying to remember the date, so let me look it up here. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, so I, I mean, I they have... have stuff releasing supposed to be in March. So I mean, as long as they don't just keep pushing that back, as long as they hold true to their word that they're going to do these things and do these updates to make the changes, then mm-hmm. I mean, there well, should be the some improvement. Well, at the end of this month, at the end of this month, the twenty seventh, they're supposed to get update one point one point three, which is the strikes and social update, uh, bringing uh, nightfall scoring and high score tracking emblems. Um, fire team members on Destiny, destination mm-hmm. map, um, PC public text chat, a um, bunch of other stuff. You know, nightfall strike rewards, um, new vending viewing, and stuff like that. And then moving forward, at the end of March, they have another one. And then in May, they kick off their season three, which is a new season of content, which yeah. I guess is kind of like their way of saying buy our stuff or, mm-hmm. yeah buy our stuff or you're going to be left behind <laughs> which right. has kind of been their thing I don't look for them to change that that philosophy no mm-hmm. I don't see them changing that either because I mean even yeah. even like Christopher Barrett was saying like some of these delivery dates will change so I mean he's basically promising that they're working on it but I mean if they continue to just be like you know well we're still working on it and pushing it back then they're not going to get themselves out of the hole so it's kind of mm-hmm. however they basically play with the ball in their court now whether they're actually right. going to stick to it and make these changes or not uh grim in the comments said that destiny 3 is already a plan i don't know i'm not even going to look into it and i bet you're right <laughs> it's already it's already 99 done and yeah. uh and and they're just figuring out how to chop it up to give give you the least amount of stuff without this yeah they're like guys we really messed up with Destiny 2, so we're going to fix this by making Destiny 5 through 9. <laughs> five, 5 through 9, and it's going to be, each game is going to be cut into 14 seasons, and you're going to have to pay yep. $68 per If you season. don't buy Destiny 6, you can't beat Destiny 4. Yeah, you have to pre-buy it to be able to beat it. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, that would be cool. Hey, that's how you make money in, a, in the post- 
Battlefront 2 loot box controversy world, you know? I wonder if anyone's ever gotten to the video game biz just with the idea of pissing people off and just doing things that are, like, absurd and unheard of. That I would be, uh, Devolver. That would be Devolver. <laughs> they get out on stage and literally have someone's head explode. Uh-huh. That was a cool show. What was that? Was that Got Paris? Em. Uh, yeah, no, that, no, was, no, uh, it was E3. that was their E3 show, right? Pre or post? Yeah, no, I think that was E3. Yeah. Yeah. Grim says EA. EA's that company that got into it just to piss people off. <laughs> That's what they are now. Well. <laughs> Alright. Moving right along. Um, I, I kind of created this next section just because we had, like, a little bit of chatter about, um... Like, games that were kind of missing from the year. Like, where did all these games go? You know, we haven't heard anything about them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this next little bit is just about uh, games that have went missing in action in 2018. Um, the first one up is just Dead Island 2. Um, mm. Man, we talked about this one. This one was talked about back in 2014 at uh, E3. Mm-hmm. They had a great trailer of this uh, uh, of, of this fitness buff. This guy just basically running. He's just working out. Um, mm-hmm. Man, the character looked great. At the time, it was kind of mind-blowing on how good it looked. Um, and uh, it was kind of a creepy opening. It was, it was kind of funny. And he had a bite on his arm that he covered up. Mm-hmm. And then he just started running, listening to his music, and all you hear is the music, all the ambient sound around is yeah. being kind yeah, of yeah. cut out, and uh, and shit just starts going haywire around him, mm-hmm. like yeah, like people just taking out other people, cars, you know, running other people over, and uh, I think you start to see him change a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great trailer. I mean, they're really great good trailer. at trailers. They're damn good at trailers. Their first trailer for Dead Island is one of the oh. most memorable trailers. Yeah, like of all I mean, time, was, where it plays like, in reverse and it has that. Yeah, that it really girl. was amazing. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, I mean, I remember talking about that in, um, in college when we were mm-hmm. looking at just fantastic cinematics from video games. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of like you know, I wonder, I wonder what's up with this. Is it canceled or are they still working on it? I know they had issues with. Uh, and the guy just takes the shoes at the end too. That just is so mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> the, and. and you know, like, or, I know they had issues with one where they split it in half. He ended up getting Dead Island and then Dead Island Riptide. Right. Um, um, and then uh, the creators of the first game, you know, left the publisher and went to do their own thing and they made uh, Dying Light. Yeah, which. Amazing. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. Um, you start to see, like, the dude had, like, bicep implants and shit uh-huh. and and his hair it, he was wearing like a hair piece and it flies off yep that's great this it was it was a great trailer yeah check out the dead island 2 trailer if you haven't seen it all the way back mm-hmm. from 2014 um and uh i guess we'll be hoping to see some cool news about this one soon oh man i like if we don't hear about it in 2018 it is canceled <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you you have to pretty much, yeah, at some point, just say, okay, yeah, this isn't... It's over. It, it's over. Yeah. That is funny, though. Hey, these shoes are actually pretty nice. I mean, I could use this. Mm-hmm. Take this foot out of there. <laughs> he checks the size. Yes, that's why I thought Beautiful. it was funny. He checks the size. <laughs> no, like, he took I'm... the foot. 
Hey, Sir, that's not yours. You can have the shoes. That's, that's not yours. That's where we I draw really the need line. that foot back. God damn it. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> cool. Um, the second one was another game that was talked about quite a lot before, mm-hmm. or like right around the launch of the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4. It was shortly after, but it was mm-hmm. deep down uh, PS4 exclusive that was kind of um, Dark Soulsian. It's mm. the best way yeah. to explain it. It has that um, has that same setting as Dark Souls, where it's kind of like super dark, you know, medieval mm-hmm. alternate timeline. Um, man, it, it, it looked it looks good though. The especially the graphics. They were showing this game off to kind of show us what I feel like the PlayStation Four could do. Yeah. Um, and there was some gameplay there. I mean, they had, like, a small little HUD where you could kind of... Um, they had a little, a little bit of UI where you could bounce through your items. Mm-hmm. They showed off some cool monsters. Um, it had great effects. And, uh, yeah, it yeah. was something that I was like, yeah, this is a game. It was one of the games that made me go, yeah, I want to own that system for a game like that. Yeah, for sure. So, but, you know, what happened to it? Who in, who was who uh, it was Capcom? Yeah. So I wonder if mm-hmm. Capcom still because Capcom we were just talking about this the other day they've been crushing it. Um, Resident Evil Seven for me mm-hmm. was, I mean not only like game of the year for me last year but it was just it was a fantastic game in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming out early this year with Monster Hunter, yeah. which has been phenomenal. Like a few more of those kind of games and. You know, it, it it kind of like puts them into a uh, kind of like a top, like a high, like a high niche like status. You know, kind of like you'd put something like uh, I don't want to say they're definitely nowhere near um, like CD Projekt, but you know, yeah. CD Projekt has that respect, so. Respect. Yeah, yep. it's, uh, you know, it was originally going to be in a public beta coinciding with the Japanese release of the PS4. Huh. So they said, oh, we've we've changed the development timescale to continue, like, working on this game. And it's like, I don't think you have. I think it's dead. Yeah, I would say it looks this, sick, one, this one seems like it's dead. Yeah. Well, um, there's been absolutely no nothing to hear about it since like 2013 yeah right so yeah i don't don't know how much hope there is on this one i would say probably not much but yeah i guess we can kind of hold out hope and then maybe in the next year or so that you know maybe they just they ran into a snag and you know they they had to go back and fix a ton Mm. of shit so in the meantime they released monster hunter and a bunch of other cool stuff yeah um i did skip over one of them um because somehow I forgot to drop the video in here. But uh, one that just hasn't been talked about. Borderlands 3. Yeah. The only thing yeah. that we've got is the GDC 2017 tech uh, tech demo. And this, they went in there and they're like, this is not Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, okay. But it's the tech for Borderlands 3. <laughs> like, they, they were yeah. talking a lot about how... Uh, how their dynamic lighting has changed from the past Borderlands to mm-hmm. um, 
you know, the new uh, Unreal Engine 4 tech demo. Um, right. And they broke it all down into, like, layers. They broke down, like, here's, you know, like, the high pass and then, you know, all the different passes that they do for, like, lighting mm-hmm. and, and, and layering to make it, to make the game look like it does. Because the biggest thing that they do is they outline the silhouette of every object from, like, every angle that you look mm-hmm. at it. To get that, so like, it has that, book-y yeah, book. that thick black outline to make it look yep. like like a comic book, um, which is really important. It's goddamn gorgeous. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it would be really, really nice to finally hear something about uh, about Borderlands this year, just because it's been missing for so so long. Um, yeah, like Gearbox. How many years has it been? It's they haven't be... had anything on the new gen other than. The like, handsome Jack collection yeah. and Battleborn, uh, like HD remake or whatever, you know. Oh, they did have yeah, Battleborn. That like well, I mean, flopped. That flopped. Yeah, so but that bad. didn't count. Yeah. So I they're know. actually. I count it. <clears throat> are they shutting servers from that? Or is that still going? Yes. I, either they are shutting or it has been shut. No, they they shut down the service for it. So. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was That's funny rough. because like at Walmart you can still buy it like you know really cheaply. I'm like, so what are you supposed you to do? So buy the disc and you just it's unplayable. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, yeah. why can you buy this? This is stupid. Somebody's they gonna actually, be really pissed off. I remember when they did that on um, it was a PS3 game that Pasty Pasta Man and I played called Mag. Oh, and yeah. that game was actually it was one of the first games that had um, so many players like. When you parachute in and you land, and if you turned around and looked up, there were like 60 players behind you. It was 120 wow. player maps um, on the PS3, and it was it was really fun. Like I could stand back and snipe, and then Pacey could be dumb and just run in with a very large weapon and, mm-hmm. and right. get shot up, and then I could, you know, kill things to make sure he didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really fun. I had a lot of fun with that game, and they shut the servers in kind of a similar fashion. So. Yeah, but yeah, huh. um, yeah. yeah I would be I would be excited to hear about Borderlands three at this E three. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those games that, um, I mean, this list kind of com- is comprised of. Oh, that game's definitely canceled. That one's probably right. canceled. That one's not canceled. There's no way they'll cancel. Uh, Borderlands. What else 3. do they have? I mean, yeah, I was right, say it's one point. of the things they know that will actually sell. It's not like a a question right. of like trying with around with Battleborn where they were trying to compete with Overwatch and you know Paladins right. and everything else like this is something they know they have loyal fans that will come and buy so if they get rid of it then they're really going to tank <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah is, I just I don't big, know that they have any alternatives yeah yeah but I feel like they're still messing around like what can we make that's not Borderlands but still is awesome I think maybe right. that's why they're putting some more time into it because they know they have to make up for the whole Battleborn fiasco too. Right. Well, yeah. their team has grown immensely as well. I mean, even uh, in like in this video, other than three hundred people, yeah, they've been hiring like mad. In this video where they showed the tech, like the guys are even like, "Oh, anybody like Battleborn?" And it's kind of like, uh, uh. <laughs> like, oh man, just yes. Yeah. That's not a way to win your audience. I can tell you that much right now. No. Cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, we have like we have like three more. Um, the last one being probably the most info that we have on it. But up next mm-hmm. is the Rockstar game Agent. Um, I thought I heard this was canceled. Um, probably. But 
I, I looked around, and sure enough, it did not say anything about cancellation. Just Rockstar. <laughs> that's how they roll. I mean, they don't They'll talk just take about another anything. another 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It reminds me, of course, of Grand Theft Auto, but then it reminds me of uh, another game called Smuggler's Run that they mm-hmm. did back on the PS2. Um, okay. I can feel a lot of, like, GTA V in the... Um, in the video we're watching, the agent gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do something really crazy. Um, well, first off, they show you working with another player. Mm-hmm. And you guys like, oh, give me your gun. You know, I want to try your gun. They swap guns. They just kind of, you know, they're being shot at. They kind of toss them across cover, and then they swap spots. Um, I thought this game was a lot more... Uh, like stealth oriented, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's more um, crashing like into the bridge and everything. <laughs> it kind of yeah. looks like uh, Army of Two mixed with GTA, right? And that was it's what I was talking about. Uh, okay, sorry, I just brought up when uh, when they crash into the bridge. Um, <laughs> he's like they're hanging on to this this. I'm not even sure what it is. Um, it looks like a safe that's been ripped out of the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a safe. That's what it is. Um, and it has this helicopter that's, you know, carrying this safe down the freeway. And they come up to an overpass. And, you know, they're, they're hanging on to the edge of this safe as the helicopter's flying. They're shooting cars and killing people. And, pe- you know, bodies are flying. Money's flying out of the safe. And uh-huh. then they hit this overpass and just destroy the environment. And that's something that would be really, really <laughs> yeah, cool in, in GTA. I would love to see a destructible environment. That's probably one of the big things that they don't have in Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto. I mean, you can destroy a lot of things, but an you know, environment's not one of them. Right. So, Or at least not the majority of the things in the environment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's going to be destroyed, it's going to be a, uh, like a scripted thing. Yeah. Uh, like, mm-hmm. oh, now it's supposed to blow up because the cutscene happened. Right. Yes. All right. Uh, up next, Pikmin 4. Um, the last thing that we really heard about it was uh, early last um, <clears throat> early last summer. Um, they didn't really say much of anything, but Nintendo followed up with a statement from Eurogamer saying that we can't uh, we can confirm that Pikmin 4 is in development, but that's all we can confirm at the present time. Um, so no news, news, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I assume definitely Pikmin's not dead. It's it's another one of those games that there's no way it could go. I, I don't think they would ever take away Pikmin. It's just too big. Yeah, but it... I hope they don't do the thing like they they put one on mobile or uh sorry um on uh, 3ds right 3ds yeah, yeah it was like what Hello Pikmin. Hey Pikmin yeah. or Hello Pikmin or yeah, something hey like that. Pikmin. It didn't do very. It wasn't okay. very liked. Yeah, it didn't do well. Um, but I mean, it, it's one of those things. Their last title was actually really good, but like, who played it? It was on the Wii U. There right. wasn't a lot of people that even were interested in the Wii U. I know that Pasty um, Pasta Man played it when we had a Wii U for the short time, and his real complaint about it was that he beat it so quickly that it was just hmm. like, oh well. It was nostalgia well, back getting back into it, but he was just like, "Oh, well, now it's done." And oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was in the same boat. I was like, "Okay, so this is over." I didn't even actually end up buying the game. Uh, worked at GameStop at the time, took it out to try it, and then I ended up beating it. 
like before I even brought it back. Yeah, see, like there was not much to it, and I mean, it kind of worries me that like this article says, you know, don't forget that the game isn't a typical Pikmin title, and it isn't being developed internally. So it makes me wonder. Mm. Like, yeah, that's not probably not a good thing. Yeah, that's why I'm like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Right. So I mean, at least this one's one of the games that we have. We definitely know that there's not going to be, like, like, it's not canceled. Yeah. Right. Cool. And the last one is Kingdom Hearts 3. We still have no information on that. You know, we probably should have added Final Fantasy 7, the remake, to this list. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that one and this one is kind of like, okay, we're just never, ever going to get these games. Well, we know that, yeah, we know that Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out first, right? It's what? Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out before... Uh, I think Square Enix has said this is their next game that's coming out of like Square Enix core team. Okay, yeah, I I, I hadn't heard that. Um, I mean, it's one of those games that I've been hyped for it for so long that mm-hmm. I I get to a point where I just don't care anymore. I have no interest really. When it when it comes what... out, it comes out, and then I'll be happy. But I mean, yeah, I'll be excited to play it until then. I'm not going to be just like sitting here waiting at home. I can't be excited anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it missed that. It missed that initial hit of like it came out at the perfect time. I was at the peak of my excitement and now I'm playing it. It missed that. I like that excitement is dead for me. Yeah. But saying that, Jesus, it looks great. Mm -hmm. Just seeing this, uh, seeing the stuff that they did for the, uh, the Disney 23 from 2017. Right. The Toy Story trailer? Yep. Yeah. Toy Story hits close to home. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. But yeah. Toy Story is probably my favorite um, animated Disney movie. Pixar movie or whatever. Um, so, yeah, this one's really, really cool to see. But. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Even it's having, even long, having that, it's just, it's been too much. It's been too long. Um, yeah. But. It's like to yes. the point that it's frustrating when they make like 1.5 and all this stuff. You're like, no, I don't want yeah. that. Oh, I don't God. want it. Stop it. <laughs> I've played through all of those with the intention of like, you know, I'll play through these and then when I'm done, I'll be ready for the new game. Right. It will have been like a full year since I played all of the remakes. Or, yeah. You know, it's, it's nearly been a full year already. Yeah, like I jumped back so. into one and I started playing and then I was like, I just don't care. I'm so mad and over it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it. Not only is it heavily dated. Mm-hmm. Like yes. playing one that trying to jump from treetop to treetop just in the beginning. Oh there, my god! Yeah. Fucking in. Oh, it's so annoying. Like um, the to, uh, like the two Tarzan's world. The two foot like how you like tuck them in the jump, but I'm just like, what? What is it? Like frog hopping? Like. Oh, how but far we've come. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, cool. They're really weird about, like, details, too. Like, they're really bad communicators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what probably one of the really big things for a lot of these companies, uh-huh. um, what they have in common. Especially looking back at, like, Agent, um, you know, Rockstar, they're notoriously not yeah. great at communicating with their customer. And it's not that it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just they have this way of making games, 
and it doesn't revolve it doesn't revolve around the customer wanting the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like when when a Rockstar game comes out, I always look at it like, okay, first they're going to announce what quarter it's coming out in. Ignore that, and then they're going to announce the first date, saying it's coming out in, you know, the first half of usually the next year. Mm-hmm. Ignore that, and then they'll announce it's coming out this month of this year. Go ahead and ignore that. And then when they finally come out with the month, the day, and the year, usually you can bet on that. Right. But there's usually that four-step process where you have to ignore a bunch of shit and and, and then move on. So, hmm. yeah. It, it's, it's kind of interesting. They, they just... All these companies probably should have communicated a bit more. It's like kind of shit or yeah. off the pot kind of thing. So they go, yeah, oh, like, we don't, don't need to something. tell them any information. We know they're going to buy it when it comes out. So they're That's like, eh. and they're right, and they're right. Yeah, the, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They can like not talk about it for two more years still, and then when it comes out, I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> right. No, that's true. I, cool. I wish they would do something like, okay, here's this game we're making. It's coming. Like, I wish they would do like the Bethesda treatment. Hey, this game's coming out in six months. There's, it's literally impossible that this is going to get canceled. <laughs> so. They've they've been claiming, uh, you know, 2018 for Kingdom Hearts 3. I still don't think we've seen enough to really believe that. But I guess it could come out on holiday. Yeah, we've seen a decent amount. Um, we'll still have. I don't think they're gonna really focus too much on unless they're at like the like on the Sony stage or if Xbox manages to pay them enough or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we will see more of this at like. D twenty three this year, and we'll it'll probably it have. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably have. I mean, I don't know if we'll see it at E three. I think they'll save it for just the next month at the Disney twenty three expo. Oh, is that only a month later? Yeah. Okay, that would. They, they'll, that they might either. say something at E three, and then like, kaboom! Yeah. Here's the big one at D twenty three, and it's coming out with the date. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, moving along the. We, we, I kind of wanted to talk a bit about Monster Hunter World and how much fun we've been having with it. Um, it's it's been it's it's pretty much just taken over in, at like my gaming entirely. Mm-hmm. Like, and that doesn't happen <laughs> yep. too, too often. It's usually yeah. like I'm playing it and then I'm like, well, I still have Assassin's Creed Origins to play because that game's fucking huge. Um, True. And you know, and 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 whatever else. Um, I have no urge to play pretty much anything else. You're just like, but like, I now, really like, need to go fight this monster. I, so I need to go kill. Yeah, I need, I need to go kill. Uh, I need to go kill a few more Angianaps just to you know have those plates that I have been missing. And oh, you're, you're you know, not going to tell I, them our nickname. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Grim, Grim knows the nickname, but yeah, the. The good old Angian app. We were looking at it, and um, basically we we named it the Vagina Monster because it has it has this fucking like fold that flies up out of its head, like a fin that flaps up on its back, and uh, and and the color of it was described uh, on stream as vagina pink, which is something you won't see on a Crayola crayon. <laughs> Graham called it the Vagina Rex. <laughs> the Vagina Rex. The, the Vaginosaurus Rex is what we were calling Ooh. it. But I really like the Vagina Rex. That's really funny. 
Sounds like I'm the sure. name of a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the Generics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad. But I kind of wanted to run through uh, just, you know, some of those things that they don't really talk about in the game. Like, why, like, how to do certain things or what items are for and, what, what you know, what they're used uh, what they're used for. Um, one of the first things is when you log in, usually you get like a login bonus, and it's usually like a little commemorative ticket mm-hmm. that you can use when you start a hunt to get more items or usually more money at the end of a uh, uh, at the end of a hunt. So it just doubles mm-hmm. your money. Um, but also in there, it tells you kind of like news. So you know, th- you know, you can now get this, and this is free on the store, and this is available for purchase. And one of the things is this, um, like, commemorative gift pack. I uh, see it every oh, okay. day when I log in. It's like, get your commemorative <sighs> gift pack. And then I go and look, and there's nothing there. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it turns out, well, the game has shipped a lot. It shipped, like, 5 million units worldwide. Yeah. Um, and to commemorate that, they did a, you know, like, a celebration item pack that's Started on January 30th, it's supposed to wrap up on the 15th, rolling out to everybody. But they're doing it in waves, and even though it says that you, you know, it's on your little list, yeah, I still don't have it. So I'm not sure on when we'll get that, but I imagine we'll get it hmm. before the 15th. So. Most, most people um, have said that, you know, just to keep looking until you find it. I mean, yeah, just check every day. But it's supposed to come with 50 mega potions, 20 life powder, 10 demon powders. Ten hard shell powders and five steel eggs, which steel eggs sell for a thousand apiece. Yeah, so it's some so, nice money. Wow. It's 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 some quick cash, um, and you just you go and grab that from your uh, little housekeeper in your like, living quarters. Just talk to the housekeeper and check your um, claim add-on and bonuses option. When talking to them, that's how that's how you can find out if you have it. I I recommend just doing it every day, just to check. Uh, next up, actually, it was Grim was asking about it, so uh, you know we kind of like talked about it and figured it out. Um, and I, I pretty much attribute the find for this to Pasty Pasta Man if he accidentally found it. But the Rainbow Bright Trophy, finding this uh, this uh, specific like Herkadrome beetle, uh, it only shows up in like one place at mm-hmm. a certain time of day. And he just happened to stumble upon it. So I mean, it's yeah, he like just really randomly weird. looked over and he was like, "Oh, cool, caught it, trophy." Um, so if you want to see that, you can head on over to uh, the Mammoth Games Inc. YouTube. It's the top video, Rainbow Bright Trophy Guide, complete walkthrough thing. Um, and yeah, uh, check that out. Let us know if it helped you or if it didn't help you. Um, and I, you know, I look forward to doing a few more of those uh, guides when I. You know when I have the time and all that. <clears throat> um, but one of the other, yeah, one of the other big things I got last night my first commendation, mm-hmm. and we were looking for commendations since like the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. because we got this armor. It's called the Brigade Armor Set, and it looked like super regal. Okay. It, it was like uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a really nice armor set, and it had great stats. And we're just looking at it, but we can't get it because we can't find these commendations. I got my first commendation. Um, when I did this mission um, called Power Couple, you have to fight two of the flying uh, wyverns. Uh, it's uh, Rathian and Rathlos. And hmm. 
yeah, I fought both of them, and that was it. Was a good fight. It was it was a really good hunt because I kind of came in there like a badass and beat the shit out of a bunch of people. Um, nice. Which, of course, makes you feel like makes you feel really cool because um, there were already three people in there for me, and they were, you know, struggling to take one of them down. And when they took one of them down, uh, I beat the shit out of the other ones, captured him, didn't kill it, I captured him, and then. Uh, cut back and ended up fighting and helping to defeat the first one. Um, so it was really cool. But mm-hmm. um, I got one from that fight. I think you can do that like X amount of times. And uh, I'm not sure if you get one every single time, but uh, I definitely got it the first time I, I did that. So um, you have to wait until you're about hunt rank 5 so hmm. um, to get one of those commendations. So you still need light crystals, um, coins from certain characters, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I think took us the longest was just figuring out how to do an expedition by yourself. I think we probably spent like an hour and some change just trying to figure out how can we explore this environment with no time limit uh, mm-hmm. with our friends. And it wasn't as easy as just going in and clicking and creating a room and then having your friends show up. Um, what we found works best is to do like a small mission, like an investigation or a hunt, and uh, and and go ahead and kill whatever you're doing or find whatever you're looking for. And then at the end, it'll say, "Do you want to return to camp or um, disband the party or uh, return to the camp and keep kind of keep hunting?" Um, so that's all you have to do is just return to uh, return to camp with you know your party and basically don't disband. Yeah. Cool. And the last thing was something Kisaria found. Yes. Um, the Poogie. Yeah, he's so he, he's not just a little pig, he actually is useful. <laughs> yeah, he has oh, some I thought you were going to say he's a lifestyle. <laughs> yes, he's a lifestyle. Poogie's a, li- Poogie's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I know people who do. Um, it, it, it's this pig that kind of just runs around Astoria and. I was like, what the fuck do I do with this pig? And you can pick him up and carry him. Um, you can pet him. And he a little like hearts fly out of his head. And I was like, okay, this thing does nothing. That is a lie. <laughs> um, apparently, you want this, this pig rat to love son you. of a bitch. Uh, you can get different outfits for him and change his clothes from his yep. terrible sweater. Yes, the um, terrible sweater. To there's uh, Apprentice Fiverr. Uh, hog and the frog. Hog and the frog, the... yes. Oh hog and the frog. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that hog and the frog? Um, there's also a uh, one that looks like a like a red frog as well. Oh no, yeah. maybe it is the same. One. It's different it's, colors. It's... You can make him any color frog you want. <laughs> but basically, how you do this is every time you come back from a hunt, just go ahead and like lean down, pet him, show him a little bit of attention, and uh, then he'll kind of like lead you to different things. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure on how that works. I watched this guy in this video pick up the poogie, carry him over to the botanist area, drop him down, and the pig started digging around. And then when he bent down to like, pet him again, he had the hog and the frog outfit. So maybe it's just a random thing. Maybe it's just all already in the environment, and you just have to go and drop him in certain places. I'm going to try this when I jump in. Yeah, they, they um, said that basically the best way to, to you know move this along is after every hunt mission to, you know, p- 
pet the poogie, give him some love. But I mean, pet the poogie. <laughs> you only have to pet do it. Poog. You only have to do it once. I mean, if you sit there and just keep petting him and petting him, and petting him like a bunch of times in a row, that's not going to help. It's just the fact that you do it after all your missions, and then to the point that he'll finally like he'll seek you out. And he'll have, like, a bunch of hearts, and he'll, like, seek you out and Mm -hmm. find you. So then you'll know when you're actually hitting that point where you can use him to go find stuff. Right. Yeah, and it was one of those things. It was like, oh, cool, he's a pig. Yeah, the pig. Why can't I have this pig in my room as, like, my pet? Yeah, a pig in a sweater. And it's like, oh, he has an actual purpose. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just another thing that you kind of do, like, when you come back from a hunt. You know, you check your tail riders. Uh, you check your botanist. Now you have to pet the poogie. Yeah, I have to go find the pig. <laughs> you have to go find the fucking pig. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, just a few little tips there that might help a newcomer coming into uh, Monster Hunter World. Because, you know, for us, it was a lot of, like, trial and error. We had no idea. It was like, how does this work? No one knows how this works. Okay. A lot fine. of the stuff so, then we, we just either it out. yeah we either stumble upon it and figure it out ourselves or we have to look it up. Like nobody knows anything. Everybody just stumbles upon it. <laughs> right. But cool. That's pretty much all we have uh, for Monster Hunter. Uh, like I said, look forward to getting uh, more videos over on uh, the Mammoth Games YouTube um, as well. I'm gonna be. I stream it pretty regularly. I've been doing it almost every night when we do our nightly gaming you can follow of course me on twitch just look up the real night swarm and uh and yeah you can get all those little extra tidbits and i guess follow along or you know who knows maybe if i'm gaming alone or something you know i'll join up with some people but cool moving right along then all right um yeah so uh yakuza 6 has been delayed um, so as far as I know, they just pushed back a couple months, mm-hmm. uh, but they are going to release uh, a demo actually at the end of February here in the U.S. Um, I'm sure the game's already been out in Japan for like ten years. Yeah, but uh, usually I go. Yeah, so and an arcade translation to, Yeah, they might be having to remove something. I'm not 100 percent sure. Because um, every once in a while, there's like content that's okay in Japan that's just not acceptable in the U.S. So um, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, you know, kind of what develops with that, but I, I've like suddenly gotten into the Yakuza series. Really? Um, with like, they created. A, I, I played one a long time ago, and I just it was like okay, but uh, now that they've been kind of re, um, they've been doing like the HD remakes and kind of full rebuilds of the old games. Um, mm-hmm. I got I picked up uh, Yakuza Zero, I think. Um, which is a remake of one. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's Yakuza Zero, and then they remade one, and that's Kiwami. So I picked up one of those. I can't remember what. <laughs> Shit. I forgot which one was Zero. But uh, yeah. So I'm, that's something I'm looking to try out too. Well, who makes the game? Is that a Square? Is it Square? Um. Let's look it up. Yakuza game. Is the Twitter handle, so that's not helpful. Um, it is made by Sega. Sega. Huh. Sega. Yeah, yeah. They so, made it the whole um, time? Yeah. I mean, it's been a very extremely long-running series. I, I think somebody makes it and Sega publishes it. Uh, it says designer, director, 
developer Sega, publisher Sega. Yeah, I don't know. Or, I mean, that's Yakuza. Uh, I don't know if they're... Um, yeah. We see the whole franchise. So, um, but yeah, uh, the franchise has been going for a really long time. It's now published uh, by Deep Silver. Uh, in the in the West. In, yeah. In, yeah, here. Interesting. I was going to say, that's like... Uh, I don't know. It's just really random. Yep. I wonder what... <laughs> I really, I, I wish they, I wish they would tell us a little more on what, like, like Wolfenstein did. If there was a problem, they were like, okay, so in Germany yeah, we can't like, release oh, this. We have to like edit so out have, the mustache. Yeah, they took the mustache off Hitler and then <laughs> did a different. They did the Hellgas logo instead of the uh, swastika. Like, right. Because you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to glorify Nazis in. Oh, uh, and they they called him uh, Germany. In, instead of uh, Führer, they called him uh, Mein Chancellor. I think, or something like Chancellor, that. Okay. okay. Yeah, it was comical. Oh, I, like oh, I would, I, I would actually really like to play the German version of that. That'd be oh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's cool. I bet it is. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it is. Um, cool. The, one of the other big things is uh, April first. We have Kasserai stepping down. Um, yep. We didn't really so, have much more information on that, other than you know. He's stepping down, and he was taking that extra time from when he announced he was stepping down just to find uh, the right person to fill the shoes. Mm. Do, have they found anyone? Yeah. Yep. Who was it? Uh, let's see if they, I, I mean, it's, you know, I live in America, so if he doesn't have two reality shows, I don't know who it is. <laughs> right. Oh, he doesn't have two reality shows? No, it's going to be shit. He has one. Well, it's not true. I think he was. I think he was discovered on uh, in a, a new episode of The Bachelor. He was discovered on <laughs> Big Brother After Dark. Hell yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I'll look that up and I'll let you know when I find it. Cool. I found it already. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's being replaced by the CFO Kenichiro uh, Yoshida. Um, so yeah, Kazurai has been in charge for six years. Um, okay, so. Kaz Harai is going to become a director chairman. I don't know what that means. It means he has to do less. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he just gets to chill out. Yeah. Um, they did not expect... Uh, apparently, they, they, uh, one of the chairman of the board, um, he said, we were surprised by his proposal to step down. Um, huh, that's interesting. So yeah, the, the chief financial officer is going to take over. I mean, obviously, Kazurai made some, like, extremely good choices. Um, even yeah. considering that he only started in 2012, that's still, you know, he, he led the flagship of the PS4, like, coming out with its belt off and whipping ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, so, kind of like making, helping make those decisions backstage quickly at E3. Like, oh, they said their system was that much? Well, we'll cut shit and we'll make it cheaper. Like, you know what I mean? That was one of the big mm -hmm. things that happened, I think, that, of course, turned the tide for this generation, was mm -hmm. Sony cutting their cost by $100 by dropping the camera and shit yeah. like that, like, yeah. last minute. So, <clears throat> cool. I think this next one's all uh, all you. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, the uh, creator uh, of Hyperlight Drifter... Um, after releasing Hyperlight Drifter, he got hired. Uh, his name's Teddy Diefenbach. 
Um, he got hired to work at Square Enix Montreal as a creative director. Uh, that's a, I mean, you know, he said at the time, and he's continuing to say now, that was a dream job. And yeah. uh, the game project that he got put on, um, basically, uh, Square Enix has kind of changed. Um, I, I mean, it's a little cagey, just because I don't super know how the game industry works at that high of a level. But right. uh, basically, like, they were altering budgets and things, and they were like, well, we're going to have to change how this game works. And he was like, no. So he just, like, uh, Teddy Deef, like, helped to, like, essentially cancel the game. And he, like, shuffled around his team and made sure they all still had jobs and working on other projects. And he quit. Because he's like, that's not what I want. So he went and was hired there and worked there on something that'll never come out. And he went right ahead and left. Uh, yeah. So that's really cool that somebody that's, like... You know, he had, a, he had a, a success, a pretty big success. But then, you know, he said, if I can't... You know, you guys hired me to be a creative lead. If I can't work... If I can't get the game that I want made, then I'm going to go do it on my own. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, he's moved on. Um, as far as I know, he's just going indie. Um, you know, it hasn't been announced that he's joining, like, I don't know, Ubisoft or anything, you know. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, he said, um, basically, because of the shift and the loss of our project, I feel this is no longer the place for me to pursue the type of work I aspire to make. I've been trying to, exp uh, the avenues of storytelling and game design I've been trying to explore in my career. So he's like, bye. Uh, so yeah, Square Enix Montreal, um, they made uh, Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go. Yeah, um, they, they just led the charge of the mobile Go series. They had been a mobile studio, right? Right. Um, so yeah, okay, so yeah, Teddy Deef said, uh, he's, he's probably going to return to the world of indie development, and he's going to return to LA, so he can be there for the, uh, Game Developers Conference in March. So. Right. Yeah. It'll be okay. interesting to, yeah. it, it's really weird that they would go and specifically grab an individual to work on something, and then just be like, uh, that's not working, bye. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Maybe they just wanted right. their, you know, his name on you know, the project, basically. No. Seems like, uh, it's, I don't know, Square Enix is not really known for that, so that's kind of weird, but that's what it seems like. Because it's like, um, they, you think that if they went for a specific person, they would know their style of what they're going right. for, and wouldn't be, like, upset and be like, oh, well, we're not going to give you that creative aspect. Uh, that just doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, and he was there for, I don't know, a year? About? So, uh, yeah, it's got to yeah. suck to just be like, well, my dream job yeah. turned out to be ruined. Well, I guess <laughs> but, not. Uh, yeah, don't be your yeah. heroes kind of thing. Right. Wow. So, well, time to move on. Hopefully bigger and better things in the future. For sure. Cool. Up next, um, we got, well, we actually got a lot of information, but the first mm -hmm. piece of information uh, comes the way of Far Cry 5 and their DLC and everything announced. Um yeah. The game is releasing March 27th, um, and uh, did, what, what all information do we have DLC-wise? Did, did you check um, that Yeah, out? so the, the game is a little behind. Uh, I think they were shooting for, like, end of February, so it's coming out in March, which is fine. Um, they said, uh, uh, basically, the, the news article is, uh, they're getting weird with Far Cry 5's post-release support. Oh, um, so, yeah, the, uh, the DLC is kind of going the way of like Far Cry 3 it's going to be really wacky uh, and not quite as spooky I guess because the game is going to be so serious 
that I kind of get that it's like, okay, let's do something fun. So, um, the one, uh, there, there is going to be a season pass, uh, a gold edition of the game that includes the season pass, and we don't know what the pricing of the DLC episodes is going to be yet, but uh, basically it's going to be three episodes. Uh, they're not related to each other. It's going to be Hours of Darkness, where you travel back in time to Vietnam to battle against Viet Cong soldiers. R.I.P. Okay. Uh, the second one is Dead Living Zombies, where you face hordes of zombies in multiple B-movie style scenarios. Love it. I'm a big fan of that, okay. And the one I love the most, Lost on Mars, players leave Earth behind to go toe-to-toe with Martian arachnids. <laughs> Hell yes. Okay, so <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty apparent that these guys, like, they like to make their serious game. They like to create these... Mm. I think their biggest thing that they like to create are their notable villains, like Voss. Yes. Like, uh, what's this new guy's name? Um, I never seen Father him. something. Yeah, yeah. I, but they, they create these notable villains, and then after yeah, Pagan, like... Uh, Pagan Min was the dude in the pink suit in uh, Far Cry 4. Yeah, I didn't play yeah. too much of 4. But, that was a good um, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it didn't have well, I mean, it. It was so. a Far Cry game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck They've me!" They've all been the same for about ten years. So, but I mean, this one looks like the one that's gonna change the change the game form a little bit. Yeah, this one looks really good. Um, but yeah, at the end they're like, "Okay, and we have all these unused assets. So, what stupid shit can we do with them? Let's send them to Mars. <laughs> Let's just we'll hook them up. We'll send them to Mars. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's cool. It, it's for a studio, that's a good way to wind down. Uh, yeah, be like, I think. What, what, what do you like to do? Well, uh, let's just put a bunch of zombies in. Everyone else is doing it. And there will be <laughs> references to that. I guarantee it. Oh, hell yes. Uh, like, yeah. that's going to be so fun. But then the game, I feel like it's going to be super serious. It mm. looks so dark and just well right. done. They, these guys have done their research. They, they went to Montana. They sat with the people and drank and talked with them. And, you know, you know, ate their food and, you know, checked out their culture. Because, you know, as you get into certain little, like, boroughs of the United States, there's, like, different ways of life that are much different than anywhere else. Yeah. And I think that's important. And they're exploring that. In a place that I never thought would be even remotely interesting. What's Montana or... Mon- Montana, yeah. It's a fictional like place in Montana that they're, that yeah. they're in now, but... <clears throat> Yeah, and I mean, also, uh, I forgot to mention, um, if you get the Gold Edition or the Season Pass, you'll also get a full game unlock for Far Cry 3 Classic Edition, which is, it says, all single-player content of Far Cry 3. So that includes Blood Dragon, I would assume. Wow. On the console that you choose. That's or nice. whatever you get, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, this is another, this is one of the other games that's on my radar. Like, it was, coming into the year, it was... Um, Monster Hunter, and then this. Because of, you know, it, it's another great multiplayer. I think one of the big, big things about Monster Hunter that's made it fun is, uh, like, we can play this game with, you know, our friends if we want. And then there's mm. still plenty to do by yourself. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the company has been a lot of a lot of fun. And it's not a competitive thing. It's like, we're just playing the game. And, you know, we're all experiencing slightly different things. It's, it, it, it's cool. And I think this game will have a little bit of competitiveness, but um, I think the majority of the time it's going to be that 
PVE, just trying to survive kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's going to be cool. I'm, ex- I'm really excited for Far Cry 5. Yes. And Grim says his trademark, inbred and then banjos. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. Was inbred, then he said inbreds, and then banjos. <laughs> inbred banjos. That's the subtitle of the game, isn't it? That's his new... That's his no, new that's band. That's his new band, Inbred Banjos. Hell, I'd play it, that. It, it sounds like something that the, rock, the um, rock band name generator would have created. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Rock Band 6, it's time. Rock Band It's the perfect time. <laughs> nice. Alright. <laughs> Moving right the fuck along. Um, it looks like... Man, I didn't know anything about this game. Uh, I, I like I won't lie, but it's uh, it, it's kind of <clears throat> like an Overwatch style game called Gigantic. Um, oh wait, I do remember seeing the game. It, it was very like cool looking. Yeah, it has an interesting art style. This game Gigantic, it's kind of like an Overwatch clone where you know heroes, mm-hmm. and then you go and capture, uh, you know, or you know whatever you do, um, whether it's capture points or you know deathmatch kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, has a very cartoony, um, like, mm-hmm. limited... Sort of cel-shaded. Yeah, se- like, really. cel-shaded, kind of, like, limited, um, minimalist art style. Mm. Um, which is nice. I, I, I really enjoy that kind of thing. Um, I've, I've seen some people play this game um, when it was first coming out. I think I saw, like, the guys at GameSpot, like, testing it out. Um, mm. But usually... This type of game doesn't really do it for me too much. Yeah, it's a MOBA. Yeah, it's a MOBA. I mean, is this a waned MOBA? Oh, it is a waned MOBA, isn't it? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's definitely the thing that probably made me go, uh, no. But it's an action-oriented MOBA, so, you know, snipers mm-hmm. can zoom in and take their headshots, and, you know, it's mainly p- played in third person, though. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's free to play. Um... Until July 31st when they shut off the servers. <laughs> Got them. Uh, so, so don't you know, get too into it. <laughs> don't get too into it. Go play it for a weekend. and uh, It's one of those games that you just, like, you plan with your friends that they're going to go buy a healthy amount of alcohol, and you're going to buy a healthy amount of alcohol, and you're going to download a game and just mm-hmm. play it, and, uh, and then not remember anything that you played. Um, this would be probably a good game to do that with, because you wouldn't have the urge to go back and play it again. Uh, so, yeah, there you go, Gigantic, uh, scheduled to end, uh, July 31st. So if you do play Gigantic, uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Well, these guys were, uh, the, the company was, uh, it was like Motiga, something like that. They were also owned by, uh, Perfect World, who shut down, um, uh, what was the name of the studio that made, uh, shit, I was just talking about this. Gone. Whoop. Brain's over. <laughs> it was uh, it was the, it was the two, uh, it was the Diablo style um, torchlight. Oh yeah, yeah, torchlight. Yeah, I mean, you can see, games. you right. can really see the torch, you can really see the torchlight in this game. You can see that uh, they have that same the like artsy kind art of feel style. in it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a different uh, studio, but within the same company. Yeah. I mean, the um, influence is. I mean. Like it kind of seems like they it. kind of go for that yeah. certain art style, you know what I mean? So, uh, so, so yeah, basically, um, Runic Games with the Torchlight series was fully mm. closed immediately, 
Uh, this team that was working on Gigantic was shrunk so far that it wouldn't be possible to continue supporting Gigantic long term. And they tried for a couple months, but uh, it's just to the point where it's, you know they're not going to be able to do it anymore. So, right. Um, this is kind of the death knell coming up, which is pretty brutal. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just shut them down? Like it's kind of fucked to put them in a state where they can't possibly continue and then just like leave them going because it's like they didn't have enough people to make a new game. They didn't yeah. have enough people to continue supporting this game. So like, what do you expect them to do? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Man, Torchlight was a great game though. That's too bad. And they killed the studio right after they put out their new game, too, which is really Yeah, was great. it Hob? Hob, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of, um, that was, uh, Torchlight was uh, uh, David Breivik, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, no, he's one of the other people that created Diablo. Never mind. Oh, okay. One Good of the people stuff. that worked on an original Diablo uh, was the guy that started uh, Runic. So. Okay. Nice. Well, speaking of that... Um, uh, David Brevik is uh, back with a new game called It Lurks Below. Uh, Terraria meets Diablo. So you're on a 2D... Pretty uh, sick. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. You're on that 2D Terraria-style uh, plane, but uh, more of a, a darker theme and uh, tons of loot. Mm-hmm. So action, 2D action RPG um, looks like it's going to be really cool. If you'd like to check it out, you can actually go. Uh, they have a. He has a Twitch channel for his studio mm-hmm. that you can go check it out. Um, so ju- I would just search up "It Lurks Below" on Twitch, and you'll find exactly what you need. Uh, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So um, it, yeah, it, it looks cool. Um, I I kind of wish this game the best because I'd like to play it. So it, yeah. it's cool that you know um, a Diablo creator is working indie games. You know, that he's not yeah. working on, you know, the biggest game that's out there right now. Um, he also made uh, Hellgate London. Sorry. Hellgate London? Yes. And uh, that's pretty old. And then he also worked on uh, Marvel Heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It, wait, which one was it? Marvel career. Mar- Marvel Heroes? Marvel Heroes. I don't know what that is. That's the, that was the one that came to the PlayStation 4. Um, that was on PC first, and it, it was it was basically like like the um, X Men Legend games and the Marvel game that was kind of like mm-hmm. it. Oh, okay, talked yeah, about yeah. Like last week, um, yeah. but you just select your hero and run through it. And the downfall was that the game was uh, the game was like really it it was really good for the time period of like PS Two. It just okay. it, it, it didn't have that. It looked great, and I really mm. liked the heroes, and it was really cool playing all the characters I wanted, except Nightcrawler because he was only in the PC edition, not in the PS4 edition, and I was bitter. Um, mm. But uh, it, it was it, it was still really cool, but the gameplay was just kind of like really lackluster. It wasn't okay. wasn't that fun. So hmm. I don't know. I would really like to see something like that. We do have uh, moving. Moving forward, I know we have um, some people over at uh, what is it, Square? The guys mm-hmm. that brought us, I think Tomb Raider are making Crystal Dynamics. I think they're making a Marvel Crystal game. Dynamics. Yeah. yeah they're yeah, making yeah. a Marvel game. So Avengers. Yeah. Or an Avengers game, yeah. We're you know, that's something to look forward to. But uh yeah, go give It Lurks Below a uh, 
a look if you're really into something that's kind of like Diablo, Terraria, um, you know, action RPG. Mm-hmm. All right. And then up next, of course, um, probably some of the bigger news I would imagine that broke this week that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 finally got a release date. And we talked about that. They go through stages, you know, like first quarter, then it's, you know, it, it, it moves to fall, and then it moves to, you know, March, and then June 26th or whatever, you know, usually mm-hmm. when you get that date that's when you know it's set in stone and they did they released that date uh october 26th for red dead redemption 2 um god man this game's gonna be big this game's gonna be just so good i I think that's probably gonna be the game of the year i don't think like i never when i think about awesome games and Uh like like man it's kind of hard to explain like settings i never think western i never think western's good Mm-hmm. But yeah, every almost every Western game that I've played has been really fun. Like, hmm. like Gun, Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption. Like moving forward, I'm so stoked for Red Dead Redemption too. But I still this the setting just doesn't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do it for me. But then I play the game and I'm like, okay. It's yeah. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. I I can't help but be just. Well, I mean, super see, this is forward. why. You know, we don't have any movement on agent and anything else because they, yeah, they right. know where the money's <laughs> at. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> well, they I have, can make fifteen billion dollars right now. They have two games that they need to make, and then one one game that everyone wants them to make, and it's like, where do we find time for? Where do we find time for yeah. you know something new like agent? Like they know they have to work on a Grand Theft Auto. They know that they have to work on a Red Dead Redemption, and everyone wants a new bully like it's been talked about like yeah. i was looking up agent and it's like bully uh bully 2 confirmed like it was just like a trailer mm. that someone you know whatever put it out you know definitely not true but it's just like yeah people definitely want bully i want bully i i like i really like that game so um and then they have a ton of other properties man they have you know manhunt they have uh I mentioned Smuggler's Run. What was that Cyberpunk game that they did forever ago? Um, oh. It was back in PS2. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. And then... L.A. Noire. L.A. Noire. And then Grand Theft Auto has so many paths it can take. You know, they've mm. really focused these past two games on Liberty City and then, uh, like, uh, San Andreas. Like, all those areas. But with Sin and, the, you know, going back to San Andreas and the new one, like... There was also a bunch of areas in San Andreas that were not in GTA V, like San uh-huh. Fierro and places like that, that we that we've technically been to. And then, of course, everyone's like fan favorite game, uh, Vice City. Like hmm. everyone loved Vice City. So I don't know. It's crazy. They have a lot that they can do, but uh, I, I think Red Dead's gonna be great to see release date and we'll of course have more moving forward so god i'm gonna get fully blown away forever by this game yeah <laughs> what have you been doing <laughs> well i've been playing cards the past like eight hours so I'm back in the wild west <laughs> 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 I spent four hours playing the game and then i got 
been ate up by a gator, and now I have to restart my <laughs> whole game because I don't have legs. Done got hit by a gator. All right. And then the last <laughs> little piece of information. Yes. I'm happy about this. Um, so Clay, which is known for, what, Shank, um, Don't Starve, Shame. Uh, Oxygen Not Included now, God damn. Uh, Mark and the Ninja, uh, they're releasing another fucking game, why not? Because? It is described <laughs> as a pirate sci-fi RPG. <laughs> so I'm fully losing my damn mind over here. Uh, that appears to be a hammerhead shark, man. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, their art is like... Ugh. Fully blows my shit away. Uh, is this turn-based? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent. It looks um, like it appears to be turn-based, but it kind of looks like it might be active time. Huh. Um, it's definitely got the shank vibe to like the actions. Yeah, and um, it has the over prop or the overlook of like uh, don't starve. Uh-huh. Like when I see yeah, the not trees, not quite and... as scribbly, but yeah. very close. Um, yeah, it looks super fucking good. I really God, wonder. I, I would it. love to see what these guys do for, like, uh-huh. how, like how they're the stuff that they put in their engine, like their shaders and stuff. Oh yeah, because um, it, it, it almost looks special. like the old. Uh, it looks like the old like RPGs you'd play for free online. Okay, yeah. Like um, I can't. What's the? I'm trying to think of the name of one in particular. Like Cheat Steel Explorer. <laughs> that um, that sounds very. Specific. Cheat, steal, explore, profit. I'm like reading yeah. the comments so for this, and people are like, "Isn't this Borderlands? <laughs> get the get <laughs> the fuck out of here!" Like, oh yeah, this is Borderlands three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, what that would be a twist. You're like, <laughs> that would be. You're like, you shut your damn Psych! mouth. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. I mean, it almost get like a Treasure Planet vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. It does look like there's maybe an active time battle system as opposed to uh, just straight up turn based because it's the combat's moving so quick. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that could be for the trailer, you know, it's hard to say. But, uh, yeah, so uh, apparently this was shown off at E3 last year. I fucking missed it. I missed it, yeah. And uh, it shit, looks I sick. covered it. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm super really excited cool. for this. I, I, I love, even like, like okay, normally I don't like roguelike games. Normally I don't really like survival games, except for, you know, certain, there, there's certain ones that stick out in that. But I liked Don't Starve. Uh-huh. I really liked, uh, I don't like... 2D side-scrolling brawlers, and I liked Shank. Uh, well, Shank I mean, was these, funny. Shank was really funny too. Really funny. These guys, like, I just, I, I 100% get their sense of humor. Um, I'm a big fan. I mean, I've listened to like Jamie Chung be interviewed, which is uh, one of the people that started uh, Clay. So, um, I'm just, I'm a fan all around. I, I, I love seeing cool stuff out of these guys, and the fact that they're making an RPG is like right up my dick. <laughs> right up it like a right. catheter get in there that's called uh, what is that called that's called something it's like planing or something like that I that sounds like it's a urethral a, play Let me, I'll I'm, look into it I'm pretty sure that's a place on the internet that I've never been yeah well, okay, is what you're referring your, to how do you spell urethra <laughs> urethra play hold on everybody this is gonna get really wild sound it's called it's called it's called sounding. Grim, pay attention. Okay, I'm going into the beginner's guide of sounding. Um, okay, here we go. I, I can't do this right now. I don't want to <laughs> go. go. This is really real. Oh. <laughs> we oh, can't boy. show it, but 
Oh boy. <laughs> He's... Oh. Mm. I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so much more graphic than I was expecting. Okay, well before he passes out, let's end this <laughs> podcast so he can hit so he can hit the stop button. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, guys. As always, you get a chance to head over to Facebook.com/backslash/MammothGamesInc. Check out all that top news and video games stuff, like the stuff we talk about here. But first, um, and as well. Uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week, unless you guys have anything more aside from uh, throwing up and passing out noises. Check out my hot new blog, urethralsounding.net. <laughs> don't look that up. There's a don't Wikipedia page that's totally safe. Uh, don't do it. But don't look at anything else. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> There's a there's a whole category in Wikipedia, a whole drop down called risks. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, let's end this podcast. Thanks for hanging out, guys. I'm Nice Swarm, and I'm Filter Cord. See you guys next week. And this is Urethral Sounding.